Having a sense of humour, or even being humorous, doesn't mean you need to be funny. What's the difference between dry humour and dark humour? After years of epic dinner parties, long lunches, and boozy brunches, we bring you Shaken and Stirred. Or rather, we are Shaken and Stirred. Cheers. <laughs> and now we're on. This is Shaken and Stirred. I'm, I'm Nigel Barker, and I can hardly get the words out. I'm with my co-host, Tom Astor, and I'm with a very good friend, Yay. someone who I actually met during Fashion Week, Yay. weirdly enough, even though I knew you. Entrepreneur, because what else can I call her? Because she does everything. <laughs> Kelly Bensimon. Hi, how are you? Very good, love. How are you? Thanks for having me. Listen, we have a drink in front of us. So how bad can it get at sort of midday? Tom, what are we drinking? Good Campari and soda today because of the time. Uh, time change. The time, time change. <laughs> because Just, of the time change, we're having a Campari and soda. You know, it, it's a little Why too early. Change? It's a little too early to start on the heavy hitting cocktail. So we're just having a nice light Campari soda. Oh, really? Well, uh, sure. Well, first of all, I love the fact you were rubbing my tablecloth, Kelly. I was. It's so soft. The tablecloth is like really soft. You're the first person to comment on the actual <laughs> tablecloth sort of softness and the look. Tom got a little scared, though, just in case it's sort of going to bite him back. <laughs> no, I haven't touched it yet. I've Tom been here was, three days. Tom was doubting the, the softness. <laughs> we want to He's like, it's not soft enough. It isn't soft enough. It's no, never soft enough no. for Tom, though. <laughs> He's very delicate. God, He's a flower. I, I don't know where you're going to go with this one. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to respond. There's only one where I can go when it comes to talking about softness in you, Tom. Because you are literally like a baby's bottom. God, easy target. <laughs> I'm feeling like a target. I think it's, it's the sake last night as he eyed me having my third bottle. As you, he pointed out that there's a reason why you drink it in thimbles and tiny little bottles. <laughs> you haven't quite understood. To, you're not supposed to order three thimbles. or four. Well, it was when he picked up one of those edamames with chopsticks, I realized we were in trouble. I'm like, dude, that is, you know, they serve it in an egg cup thimble because you're only meant to drink a small amount. This is, it's not one bottle per serving. Tom thought it was a shot. Yeah, no, and as like a result, I came a little... Little, um, feeling a little sake little this morning. This morning. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, uh, you're no, sensitive. It's fine, it's fine, but he knows we'll be, he's we'll be gentle. He, yes, but he won't know that's the problem. <laughs> Kelly, yes. let's, get, you, Ke let's just you, cut Kelly. straight through Why to this. Why am I Thank laughing you. the whole time? <laughs> well, it's perfect because I want to talk about sense of humor anyway. And the first thing you did when you sat down is you, you do something which is very disarming, which, which is, is what you did when you met me. Which is what <laughs> you know, when I first met you, we were at Fashion Week, and you looked at me and you said something like along the lines of. Oh, you're good looking. And I immediately <laughs> sort of like laughed and you laughed and you did this big laugh. You did the same thing to Tom. You he sat down this looking. morning and the first thing she did is look at you and said, oh, he's Thank good you. looking. And I'm like, OK. And this is a problem because you haven't had it. You haven't had this yet. No, I haven't had this line. Better tell him. Do you want to tell him as well that he's frightfully handsome? Otherwise, we, Nigel otherwise is we, so handsome. Thank you. Can we move right, on can, now? Can we, now, we can, now we can start that. This, By this the way, that did make my day. Thank I want to know, oh, Kelly. I can't like I see it. So I can't help it. Does having a lie? sense does having a sense of humor? How important is it for you in a relationship? So having a sense of humor is everything. If you can't laugh and have fun, what's the point? So what do you look for in a guy? Yeah. I look for a guy who can send some really really clever emojis and make me laugh. That's it. <laughs> That's part of it. That's all it takes, people. <laughs> Just an emoji. Just an emoji. Just an emoji. <laughs> which which emoji is your favorite one? Uh, maybe the poop one. <laughs> nice. And I didn't even know that this is going to be the Toilet best the best podcast of all time with Kelly's just going to laugh throughout the entire thing. I think it's brilliant. I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> when it comes to sense of humor, though, you've got a wicked sense of humor. I feel like too. we're on ridiculousness, and I'm like the girl. <laughs> we could be. You are probably. You know, I wouldn't say you're ridiculous, though. I was far from it. I think my, perhaps I'm the one who's ridiculous. Tom is pointing at me. Yeah, going, yes. glad you said that. He's now chewing on ice. I know. Nick, next to the microphone. The best, the best idea. idea the best thing to do. Well, you know what else would we do on Shaken Instead? This is this is definitely probably the most shaken podcast we've ever shaken done. Shaken Instead. Tell so, me. I want to, well, first of all, I talk about wicked sense of humor. Like, right. There are so many different types of sense of humor. True story. Right? And people get accused of, for example, not having a sense of humor. Yes. And there is, I think, a definite, especially with social media, a desperate lack of sense of humor. People right. have a problem laughing at themselves. Right. And or, you know, they post pictures of themselves. And when they get ridiculed, everyone's like, oh, they're so mean. They're trolling me. They're horrible. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's like, you just took a picture of yourself and you put it up there. I mean, like, come on. Really, you can't laugh at yourself. You think you're all that. Well, sometimes I, I put stuff up or like yes, the other day I put this picture of me. I've been working out a lot in a different way. And I wrote, like, don't be grateful, be thankful to see like what they would say. <laughs> They're like, it's the same thing. And I'm like, you just ca- I just caught you. <laughs> I just Missed trapped the point. you. Missed the point. I love it. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think I think you have to have fun with social media. And I think there's a, you know, social media is a great format for you know entertaining people and you know reaching out to them in ways and about things that interest you they may they may not know when they see you on television or you know in your in your everyday life so i think it's a really really great vehicle but you also have to a lot have a lot of fun with it and so you know because i was on reality and people think that you know what they saw was so real like i feel like it's my duty to like really go after them and have fun you mentioned it real housewives (laughs) of new york the real housewives how was that? Retired. Was it funny at all? Retired. Retired, sorry. Retired, you don't no, look like you could retire from anything. <laughs> You're certainly not tired and there's no re. So tell me. I'm retired. Uh, tell you what? Tell you everything? Well, no, don't tell me everything. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, but I, what I do care about is you. I like Thank you. you Nigel. Thank I do. You. I like you. And it's funny. It's like I'm not a big reality television watcher, right? Yeah. And I've been on Andy Cohen's Watch, you know, Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And I've been asked about, you know, Housewives. And I actually had to literally fake it and watch about 100 housewives the day before you know because Andy was adamant that I knew about housewives because I have to talk about housewives you know meanwhile I'm like but I don't watch housewives but bloody well watch it then so I did you know and I'm like okay and I was sort of pretending to watch you know but and I when I watched I see how kind of cruel and mean people can be and the sense of humor aspect what is it about American society do you think that we get so we so love these shows but but it's it's not really that funny. I mean, it, maybe it is, but it's a certain kind of sense of humor. Yeah. But it, it is, it's not even wicked sense of humor. It's a sort of laughing at people because of the mistakes they're making. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just kind of like the whole like idea of, you know, the, the pioneer. Like even when I, um, I, one of my tagline was living the American dream one mistake at a time. Everyone was like, what does that mean? I'm like, have you ever read history? <laughs> like, have you, did you take a history class? You know, that's what we are. We're, we, you know, we are this melting pot of all these different cultures and we've made so many incredible mistakes that have led us to, you know, all these possibility. And I think that's one thing that makes America so incredibly unique. You know, sorry, you can't. Anyway, so <laughs> hey guys, anyway, 
Um, it's okay, we've sandwiched you. <laughs> exactly. You're an American stuck between two Brits right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm an American. Uh, and you know, I'm really proud to be an American, and I'm proud to make the mistakes that I've made. I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I wouldn't be the mother. I wouldn't be the friend. Um, I wouldn't be the character that you watch on TV. I wouldn't be any of those things if I did not make the mistakes that I've made. So I'm really proud of that, and I encourage people to make mistakes because you're never going to like learn – you're never going to learn like the other side of something if you don't make a mistake. If you're constantly trying to be perfect, you're just going to live this like really like horrible life. And I think that's one thing that on the show that's interesting is that some of the women are just so obsessed with an image. And, you know, instead of like projecting this image, why don't you just like live who you are? Because that's just much more of an evocative character to me. And like, authentic. Yeah, totally. True. And that's why I was like, you guys, like I was always like, be authentic. I was like, you know, stop trying to get the to camera time. Just like if you're sad about something, cry. But cry about something that really means something. That, so that there's value to the audience. So then they're, when they're watching you, they're like, oh, my God, there's something that happened to that person. I want to know more about that person. And, you know, maybe I can learn from that person. And I mean, that's really the, that's really like why you watch those shows is like, you know, your life is could be better or your life. Could, you, they, people are like, oh, my life is so bad, but their life is worse. Well, not necessarily that. You know, maybe their life is worse, but maybe there are things that they've been through that they can actually help you with. I mean, I, I, you know, when I did watch it, I thought to myself, I can't actually identify with anything that happens on Real Housewives of anywhere. Well, because you don't wear extensions, so like that's your or fake eyelashes. So and perhaps I'm until, just not, like, I'm not a until you start until you put some extensions and some hot fake eyelashes on, Nigel. I'm so sorry, but you're not going to be a Real Housewife. Oh, can you imagine? The I know. Oh I my get God, terrified. Let's, make you, let's do that for Halloween. Why don't they do real ha- real husbands? <laughs> Come on, Tom. What's Let's real? What's real? Is there, is it, they should be a real husbands. Is that just not funny at all? <laughs> Real husbands is rubbish, right? Because like when we did America's Next Top Model, we kept, we kept thinking, let's do men. And we're yeah. like, no, we can't do men because men are boring. Yeah. Men don't bitch at one another they, yeah. and they just sort of punch each other and it's done. Yeah. You know, so the show is over after yeah, one punch. Yeah, and then punch. you guys get to drink and it's like, then you're friends again. It's like weird. It's like, ugh. I know, right? But yeah. That, but, but apparently, we like hate each other forever. <laughs> Which, again, going back to sense of humor, you've yeah. got to be able to laugh at yourself. True story, yeah. I, I just, I don't get the kind of, look, on, the, on, the, on the, the world stage, America is often looked at as being crass. Right. People actually, and, it's, and this is just the truth, in the rest right. of the world, especially now, yeah. with some of the things that are being said, first of all, it was sort of like, it's, that, you know, Americans are crass. They don't, you know, their the humor is obvious. Yeah. Uh, it's slapstick. Right. You know, um, versus the sort of ironic, perhaps, or dry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now it's actually scary. Yeah. Some, of this, <clears throat> some of this sense of humor is actually seems to be, it's not actually sense of humor. Yeah. It's like, okay, actually the president's not joking. Yeah. This is real. <laughs> I think too what's happening too is that Unless people, it's the most brilliant dry joke of all time. I think what's happening- Global warming is not happening. Outside of Nigel Barker politics. Um, I think what one thing that, um, that you're pointing to is that you know, people are so insecure about really showing who they are. And, you know, we've seen this on television time and time again, not not on all reality. I mean, we, you know, listen, Real Housewives is, it was a great vehicle for me. And I got a lot out of it. I got two book deals with Simon & Schuster, which are amazing. You know, I had a uh, jewelry line on HSN. I've done all these amazing collaborations. You know, Come I, on, Kelly, list all the things you've done. So let's say the one I have. No, I'm just saying I'm just I've done so much. I, you know, no, I you got, have. I got my so MBA much. as a result. I mean, I really like, you know, took what I, you know, learned on Housewives and, the, and you know, the things that I didn't like about it and I wrapped a bow on it and I really funneled it to things that I do like about it. And I think that's been one a huge advantage for me. I think that what happens is that um, people don't like real humor 
because like, you know, when you watch Saturday Night Live, you can laugh, but that's like really educated humor. So I think when people are afraid that they're like, oh my God, are they, is, that a, is that like a fake laugh? But uh, do you think people are- You guys are just smart. I mean, the English, like, you guys are just smart. No, we sound smart. Trust me, I'm actually from Detroit. Okay, hold on one second. I realized so I needed to have this smart. Do English I sound accent. smarter? Well, yeah, not if you put that accent on. Oh, it, depends where, it depends where in England you're from. Um, I realized very early on that I actually had to have a certain kind of English accent. So I, what I did was is I placed a hot potato in my mouth and it, and it burnt my tongue. I kind of learned to speak in a certain way. And then I became, you know, no, of course not. But, but it is funny. Watch on every single judging panel in America yeah. on every reality show. Yeah. There is like a cocktail. There is a dash of English thrown in, yeah. and then it's both shaken and stirred because that's what we do: is we get in there, we mix things up, boom, boom. but we say things. it, yeah, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people are afraid of, of humor in America? Do you, totally. Do you think you were saying that people are so insecure and, and image conscious? Do you think it's? Do you think people are just afraid to? To uh, I mean, I last night, Nigel, we were. Somewhere last night, and somewhere very, very, very elusive. We were, we were with a very, very sincere individual who was very sincere about what he did. And Nigel decided to, that he was being too insincere, so he needs to be, <laughs> the whole thing needed to be slightly to put into that English category, you know, the English humor category, and started very, very subtly just basically breaking this poor individual down. <laughs> I, I think it's one of the funniest it's a sign things. Sign of ever, love. Yeah. So uh, Nigel and I it's was actually... t- like two schoolboys in the corner giggling away. This poor guy eventually <laughs> got so fed up with us that he slung us out of his, he was, just couldn't take any more. We were asked to leave. We were, asked to, we were basically asked to leave. And as Please we left, leave. we were crying. No, it was awful. I mean, it was awful, but it was incredibly funny. We but had a great time. We had a great time. We still laughing about it. I woke up laughing. This we morning. woke up laughing, not together in the same room, but we did, you know go, we so did wake up laughing. No, but you know what's so funny is that like, you'll have like, so like our like level, like we're talking about humor. So like our level of humor, people think what people think is funny is like when they like watch like, you know, these great movies like, you know, Wedding Crashers and all these fun lines that they've learned. So they've learned this humor and then they literally regurgitate it. And so then they become funny. So they become funny by osmosis. Right. So and but instead of like actually being funny, like actually like, you know, looking at things and seeing things in a different way, which is which is what the English do is they kind of like they like literally like layer, you know, pull, peel off the layers and um, are snarky about different things about it. Um that is what's really, really funny. They're not like, oh, I saw, I read, I, I saw this skit in SNL, so I'm just going to regurgitate that. That's what we really do. Sorry, Americans. Um, and so it's like that's not really funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. I, I was mean, told. I don't really want to see like a meme again. It's like I've already, I already saw that movie I, in the movie theater with like a massive bowl of popcorn. I was loving life. I don't need to see it again. Sorry. Well, it's it, funny doesn't have to be ha ha funny, right? It's called wit. It's just it's being able to say wit, something. Charm. Well, charm and wit kind of do go hand in glove, don't they? Now she's playing me. Now now I can see the little twinkle in her eye. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Um, Yes, well, you know, I have to tell you, I have to let everyone know what's happening here because this is podcast and people are just listening. Okay, that's that's my knee. Um, Actually, Tom, that's your foot. Sorry, I didn't realize. Sorry, darling. Um, I was accused on America's Next Top Model of not being funny. And in fact... Ken Mock, um, who was the producer of, of Top Model, at one point told me that I wasn't to be funny. Oh. That my character wasn't funny. Right. And, I, and, that I had to, and it was one of those weird moments where I was like, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you say some, things sometimes and they're, they're too obtuse. They're too complicated for, you know, for people to hear. They know it's not funny. And I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be funny or not funny. It's wit. It's just a, sen- it's a, it's a sense of humor. It's, I'm not actually trying to 
evoke people to burst into laughter, but slapstick Nigel, style. Honestly, do you think that you are more dry or uh, compensate because you're so good looking? Do you think you compensate and try to be more funny? Oh, oh God! Oh, Say that again. <laughs> what, I, sorry, you said it. I'm not quite sure. Do I heard that. Do you think you do what that? that? What, so what, no, what, say you, it again from the beginning. Okay. Because you're so good looking. Do oh, you yes. Think you, <laughs> Sorry, you lost me there. Because you're a supermodel, do you think that you compensate and try to be more funny or more serious? No, I actually, I, I every day look in the mirror and think, God almighty, what happened? Um, you don't you flip your hair back and say, hi, I'm feeling gorgeous. Have you seen I've got a shaved head? <laughs> the, the last thing I do is flip my hair back. I, I flip my hair back and forth. Actually, the thing about his humor and him, his, his general take on life has not changed in, in, the, third, you, in the 30 years. Tom, do you like I, put your fingers through your hair and say, hey there? No, I don't. I wake bang, bang. up in the morning thinking, God, why do I feel so ill? Um, why is it, was it the sake? <laughs> the sake. Or was it the goat? Isn't that what he's having? He's a sake individual. Which is why I thought she would be brilliant for this. You know, <laughs> Kelly, you've All been, you've been accused. You've been accused of being crazy. True story. What, so why? Crazy hot. <laughs> crazy hot. Yeah, they're, 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 this point, that you is just true. Keep laughing. Just, this, this point, you could just keep laughing. Not say anything. I just do. I just laugh all the time. It's on um, repeat. Yeah, it's yeah, it's exactly. It's a laugh. I mean, people some some people say that my laugh is infectious and contagious. Well, <laughs> well, it is. As, as long as that's the only thing I catch from you, here try, be all to, good. try to laugh like me. Try to laugh like me, not like that, Tom. Is <laughs> the silent, dirty laugh. So there are yeah. many different types no, of laugh. You know what Tom does? Is he doesn't laugh into the microphone. He laughs like over here. <laughs> So it sounds like more alluring. Well, otherwise it's weird. it sounds like it's I'm weird. choking or something. Someone might come running in trying to get CPR. It's that self-deprecating sense of humor that English people have. Not really. It's almost like I don't deserve to laugh into the into the microphone. I will laugh off the microphone. I will play the microphone as I move my voice around it. Kelly, tell me about the crazy. I want to hear about the crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy. Why though? What's this about? Well, why? What, why is this um, weird, weird accusation? Because you say the things you say. Because what? What? No, makes because you... it was just you know, like I think what happened. I mean, I know what happened is that you know there was a um, a show that you know there was a new show that was going on, and they needed to you know pinpoint me against my nemesis, my supposed nemesis, and uh, you know try to make me crazy so that make her look better, which was strange. I'm like. Why can't, you know, we actually, it's so ironic because, you know, we are very, very similar in a lot of ways. And I just found it really unbelievable that, you know, she couldn't like see the forest through the trees and be like, hey, if I like work with this girl, we could actually be like massive. Instead, she just was like, I'm just going to, you know, she literally was like, I will destroy you. And she told producers and the whole cast that before we started filming, she's like, I'm going to destroy you. Mm. And she did. And she did. And she did. Do you feel destroyed? I mean, it was 10 years of really, really difficult time. I mean, people, you know, crazy is not something that, you know, sells, you know, you know, that sells stuff. Well, that's and why I brought it up, because I think it's mean. It was really. I think it's mean spirited and not something which is. She, she, had, she has malicious intent. But I mean, it's like she does it all the time. And instead of people saying like, hey, stop, you know, just change the channel and, turn, you know, let's get a, get a new record playing. People really like it. And people really like to see, you know. I didn't cry. If I had if I had gone on camera and started crying and saying, like, I really don't appreciate people being so nasty to me, then the viewers would have been like, we love you. But instead, I was just like, you know, I'm an educated woman. I have two kids. Like, I'm an, a female. I need to rise above stand it. up for myself and like, yeah, rise above it and, you know, put my shoulders back and move forward. 
and not just cry to the camera and try to make the audience feel bad for me. I don't want the audience to feel bad for me. I want the audience to be proud of me. I want them to say, like, that's Kelly fucking Bensimo. Like, not like, beep. Talking about, no, no, definitely no beep. Talking about Kelly beep Bensimo. (laughs) Beep. Um, You know, you did a beepingly amazing (laughs) appearance in Playboy. Simmer down. (laughs) Let's talk about Playboy for a second. Okay, let's. Because, you know, you... When was it? 2010? Yeah. And it was... Uh, 2010, 2010. You were on the cover. Cover, cover. And you were shot by Gilles. <laughs> My ex-husband. So can we just talk I got so much flack for that, actually. <laughs> can we just talk about the sense of humor right there? I got so much flack. What did you say? Did you pick the photographer and say, he can look, but he can't touch <laughs> anymore? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dream on, baby. Um, you know, I just wanted to have someone, you know, he's an amazing photographer, obviously. He's, you know, photographed the most beautiful woman in the world. And so, you know, I wanted to give him that opportunity to, to photograph me. I mean, I probably... You, I love that. I wanted to give him the opportunity <laughs> to photograph me. Her ex-husband. Yeah. Naked for Playboy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah. irony in that yeah. moment. Which was so funny, too, because, like, I had all the control. So I was like, hair, makeup, concept, everything was mine. And so he, I, he just had to photograph me, which was hilarious how did um, it go what happened um well it was it had to be a closed set because i wanted to be closed and he was just like so everything that he i want you mean a naked set a clo- closed set did, not, did, not a closed did he have closed an option set. did he did he have an option whether an option he, to look to photograph you or not oh uh, yeah i mean he could have said no he could have said no. yeah um and i and a lot of photographers he's, were he's really not, he's mad not at saying me. no they were all mad they were like we wanted to do it i was like maybe you can do it later on when i'm like you know now that i'm 50 we'll do another one okay <laughs> okay. Sure. That was a bit quick. That was too Let's quick, Nigel. You were too quick. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, well, I'll think about it. Speak, uh, <laughs> speak, to, my, speak to my manager. You know, I, to I'm your not wife. sure. It's, my manager is my wife. <laughs> I know. Chrissy, it's me, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> we're going Chrissy's going to be like, close set, close set. Kelly's on set. Kelly, close. Um, now, my wife's actually, funnily enough, never been her. jealous whatsoever She's of anything. She's amazing. I love her. She's and so nice. super cool. Thank you very much. Yeah. Actually, 19 years of, of, of marriage today Woo. for me. Yeah. Happy, I know. Happy anniversary. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Two kids. No, no, it's fantastic. Aww, two little angels. That's so great. No, we've been very lucky. Very, but very I think lucky. that, like, for, you know, Playboy was a really big deal for me, too, because, um, you know, I was, you know, I'm 40 years old. I was 40 years old at the time and I was on this new show and I had a really, you know, bad experience um, with my nemesis. And I just wanted to like, you know, just really kind of exploit myself as opposed to protect myself. I mean, I'd been, you know, when you're in the magazine world and the fashion world, the model, everyone's like, oh, everyone can see everything. Well, you're super protected. Like you're like in living in this bubble. So I was just like, you know, I'm just going to like let everyone see it. And I was really, 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 really proud of that. And, you know, my kids, you know, were like, mom, that's so great. You look so great. Even my daughter today, she's like my oldest daughter. She's like, mommy, you just look so great. Like you have to try this workout routine. You have to do that. And it's just really been like a very empowering um, experience, especially everything that I went through. It just really kind of pushed me to the other edge where I actually had a lot of confidence because of it. So and very interesting because oftentimes, you know, and then Real Housewives couldn't touch me. Like Andy just couldn't touch me because I was on the cover of Playboy and I became a sex symbol. So it was like, I don't care if you're, you know, if you like, you know, he just couldn't touch me. You follow which that, which is amazing. Difficult act to follow, hard act to follow. Yeah, it was hot. Mm. It was, well, hot. It was yeah. certainly hot, yeah. and, and, and no doubt a hard act to follow. Okay. No, I had a great time. I had a great time, and I got, I got, even got in trouble because people were like, "So, what's your Playboy diet?" I'm like, well, "There wasn't a green juice. I was." You know, eating chicken wings, riding my horse, running, hanging out with my kids. I just really wanted to be my best self, but I also 
was working out at the same time. So I ate what I wanted to and my body was exactly what I wanted it to look like. Now that's the sort of thing that really irritates people, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's instead of being like celebrating sort of, it, they were like, "I ate what I, I eat what I want when yeah. I want." Yeah, no, 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 no but, but I was exercising. Oh. I mean, I was riding two horses a day and running like four miles a day. So, if you could, you know, but or I was riding two horses a day. Yeah, not what, one, two. Because just why is that? Because that one was so worn out after well, you no, riding it. Well, no, because I was in a horse show. One. I was in the Hampton Classic Horse Show, so I was training for the horse show. Of course, you were. So I was training for the horse show, and I was getting ready to shoot for Playboy. But you know, it's so funny. People are so nasty. They're like, "These pictures were so old." I'm like, "Really? Are you sure?" Did you see me five years ago? I did not look like that. You look, you look amazing in those pictures. Thank but I, you, I, Nigel. I, thank I, you. You know, the outfits, though. I was looking at the outfits because, of course, that's what you do when you look at Playboy. <laughs> you look at the outfit um, and the clothes. Yeah. The clothes. Clothes. And um, I was like, okay, wow, that, that bra does not look very comfortable. I mean, and you now now hearing that you picked out the outfits and selected yeah. the stuff. I wanted to be like equestrian inspired. So I had a little crop. You like it. You like a little bit of horse riding, don't you, Tom? I've been known to. Yeah, you've been known to. <laughs> been known to what? We like that. <laughs> of course, you can say whatever you like. Look, he's gone very Tom quiet. Is like, now. I'm it's a hunter gatherer. Sort of, I know, I know, because I know you're about to come and something's about to happen. And what, what happens in stables? We- you should see the eye contact, you guys. It's like amazing. Tom and Nigel are having eye contact. Yeah, it, I don't trust him hey one little bit. Because hey he knows I know all hey. kinds of stories about Tom and stables. <laughs> oh, oh, simmer down. Oh no, you know you can't look out the window now and nod and wave, wave at people. Don't worry, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> we'll bring it we'll bring it all back in okay equestrian style clothing if you yes. see these outfits one of them wraps around your breasts and yes. sort of pushes them up right i mean is this something that is comfortable does it matter i mean you know does it make is it sexy for women i i wonder because i you know should i be buying my wife a bra like this <laughs> you know it's so funny that you say that because i was just you know i've been working with an uh to do an athletic wear line and all of the athletic wear, all these bras are like reminiscent of that Playboy bra. I'm like, this was not comfortable when I was wearing it. And it's not comfortable like, you know, running or doing a workout in. So, Well, you, made, you I, obviously made it fashionable. The harness is in. The harness is God, in. So you're basically responsible for people's deep misconduct. I am. Now. I am. I am. I take full responsibility. A trendsetter. <laughs> the, 50 yeah. Shades gonna, of Kelly. No, Tom, I'm an influencer. An influencer. <laughs> 50 Shades of Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you get did pe- so people were lovers both lovers and haters of you through this yeah lovers and haters yeah i like that i mean you know it's so much easier hate to me, be a lover me. well i know people love to hate true story and it's like i'm like it's good news, i don't even though. have time for it I mean, half the time my dad says my father says always says like when they stop talking about you that's the problem mm. okay yeah right interesting yeah yeah. Well, people who what is it? People who care don't matter. People who matter don't care. Right? Ooh, Tom. Ooh. He's getting all deep oh now. Oh my god! No, it was another one. No, he's same, thinking, he's thinking the same about. He's really thinking about the stables. Have you again. been texting with my dad? No, no, but it was a good <laughs> one. But Tom. I think I feel we could probably have a good fireside chat. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Campari. I'm sure he would love it. <laughs> so you've got beautiful daughters. I do. Thank you for saying that. And you, one of your daughters is about to go to college. Both of my daughters are in college. Both are in 18 college. 18 and 20. 18 and 20. My okay. 20 year old is a Kappa, Kappa Gamma. She's a sorority girl at Old Miss, University of Mississippi, and she's loving life and she's such a great girl. And my youngest, Teddy, is at Trinity in Hartford, Connecticut. And what is it like for them to have you as a mum, do you think? Uh, you mean full time, like at full access to me all the time? <laughs> well, you're a single mom. You're a single mom. Right? I am a full time single mom. So you yeah. work hard. They watch you. You know, yeah. you, you you do extraordinary things. You're on television. You're on the cover of Playboy. You're, you know, that's not easy. When I was at school, there was a kid. Um, well, actually, it was one of the the Bee Gees um, 
children. And oh my God, let's sing. Don't know why. Go on. You and me. I'm just, I'm just moving along with you here. So long. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you do the high bit? <laughs> oh my God, look at them rocking out. So, and his mother, <laughs> his mother was Barbara Buck. <laughs> sorry. And she, Ringo Starr's wife. Ringo Starr. Was it Ringo? Was it one of the Bee Gees? Ringo Starr's wife. You're oh, sorry. Ringo one of the Star, Beatles. We do Beatles. Bee Gees. You know, Beatles. I, I, you know what? I don't Same remember sort of the thing. men. <laughs> Same sort of thing. I didn't remember the mayor. <laughs> I was a kid. And I just remember the mother. Wait, I just sang for you and it's the Beatles? Whatever. What do you remember Who's about the, the mother? Because she was in Playboy. I'm going to get back to my point here is that the mother was in Playboy and we all bought copies of Playboy. <laughs> she came for speech day. And by the way, we were all like 14 years old. And we all ran up to her and got her to sign her centerfold. You know, he was horrified and tried to beat us all up. But we were these horrible little boys that had decided to sort of humiliate this kid by going to get his mother to sign this Playboy. Now, I guess my point is, you appeared in Playboy. Your daughters were happy about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean do you think... I mean, they- happy is a big word. I mean, I think that they were, they were proud that... I mean, because we talked about it. And I told them, I was like, I'm doing this for a reason. And I'm strategic about why I'm doing this. And I needed to do something that was huge that would supersede mm. all the craziness. And so that's... Well, that just was- put a stop to the crap. Yeah, and just like to, for people to see me as like I'm, you know, I was a model for a long time, and I, it was great too because I got this amazing article, which was unbelievable, and it was just it really kind of like tied a bow on all the nastiness and like opened up new possibilities. But me. if your one of your daughters was approached by Playboy and was asked to do something, and they thought they would want to do it, how would you feel? I have the most beautiful girls, and if they wanted to do Playboy and they wanted to celebrate how beautiful they are, I would support them. Amazing. I have beautiful, beautiful girls. No, of and course they're super do. smart and I would definitely I wouldn't have a problem with As that. are you, by the way, super smart. Thanks. No. Bougie. Wow. Ooh, but it's, it's so all smart. true. I mean, written multiple books. Smarty pants. Entrepreneur. I mean, MBA. It's never M- ending. Did you say MBA? All of this, all of this sort of like the, the whole laugh, not the laugh so much, but the kind of way you look when you look at me and you could the twinkle. It's very disarming. I, I think it'd be terrifying to do a deal with Kelly. You kind of have to not look at her. You kind of look away. Nice, nice. I really wouldn't go down the deal route. You said, did you say MBA? Did you stick MBA in there as well as one of your one of your achievements? Yeah. Yeah. I, I stick clear of the business side of things. We're not doing any business with no, Kelly. No, no. Simply no, no, indo- no endorsements with Kelly for us. <laughs> Shaken and stirred, can't afford it. I can see the le- legal ramifications right now. Tell me about kids. Are kids the meaning of life? Yes, they're your legacy. So you have to be really, really careful about what you say and what you do because kids are your legacy. They're your only legacy. I always think of them as immortality. Oh, she. Because you know, we, one thing humans, I think, are always striving for is to live forever. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing a god has the potential of being right. It's some, a God lives forever, mm-hmm. and so if if we're trying to re, to reach godliness, right, as a human being, the only way we can actually do that is by passing down our genes. And so we, in theory, are reincarnating ourselves by passing our genes along because they are your genes. That child is part you, half you. Mm-hmm. So you look at your child, and without f- realizing it, you're looking at your immortality. You're yeah. looking at the, the, the continuation of your bloodline. Yeah, and it's a, it's a very powerful thing. Oh, 
that's so sweet. That is nice. Yeah, it was very, very wow. sort of very in Thoughtful. depth, very heavy, almost slightly boring on heavy for this time of the day. But I, know, I mean, but, but, I but liked meaningful. It. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that Guido, yeah. our bloody camera guy, is laughing at me. Well, right it's now. nice that he thinks I am totally full of shit, and no. he's like, "Oh my god, did he just say that?" <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. giving. Okay, Guido. No, he's in your box. It's actually good because it was like nice tempo, nice tempo to the conversation. Well done. I like that. Where are you going to go now? So how did it go bringing... Well, okay, let's go back to your kids. Bringing them up. You've got these two great girls. They're at college. They're doing really well. They seem to be really proud of you. How did you pull all that together? Single mum. It's not easy. How do you juggle all of that? Because I spent time with my kids. And I spent time with my kids doing the things that they wanted to do. How did you find the time? Because when I'm not working, I'm very good at compartmentalizing. By the way, guys, a little caveat here. Kelly was meant to come on later on our show. She <laughs> called me up and she cancelled and said she can't because her daughter wanted to see her and she was going to go and see her daughter, which I respect. In, in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm I driving respect. there in two hours. That. But I get that. You know what? It's like, what did I say immediately? I'm like, we'll juggle it. We'll right. figure it I out. I really appreciate that oh, too. No, I, listen, I'm glad we made it work. But my point is, is that I really think it's important that obviously kids come first, but that's how you do it. My right? kids come first. I mean, are you, if you ask anyone if I will cancel with them because my kids mm. want me to do something, absolutely in one second. Mm. One of the issues I have is I have a daughter, Jasmine, and she's That's such a pretty name. Thank you. She, it's my favorite flat. And um, she's my little princess. And, but she's nine years old. There's a lot out there in the world right now. You know, your kids are a little older, obviously. Yeah. But as far as a, a child becoming sort of sexualized in a way too right. early on in life because of yeah. the things they hear the things they see what's on the internet you know the fact they grow up so fast the clothes that are available for them these days yeah. all these things how does one handle that with a child and you've got two daughters so i'm curious and obviously you appeared on playboy as we mentioned all these things that i and i have no problem with appearing naked in pictures or i, I don't mean myself <laughs> I, love that. I have no problem appearing naked <laughs> nigel <laughs> No, I, I, that's a horrible, horrible thought. Sorry, guys, that was Can a we, really, really loud no, laugh. No, 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 no. I think it was. I think it merited a loud laugh and a really. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't like talking about really? myself. Oh. I was talking about <laughs> photographing other people. I have no problem Wait, with that. Wait, you were talking now about he's, Now you've gone red. Oh, perfect for once. I'm not red. Uh, this is just a reflection of my yeah, campaign. Nigel's now a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Never. a natural. Go Never. ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, you guys, but that laugh. Sorry, it's a little loud. Sorry. Well, no, go, go, go. My question is to you, though. It's yeah. not. This is not. This is not me. I'm just mentioning about how, with personally, I don't have an issue with things like nudity, and I have pic- nudes of pics, people I photograph. Not even my wife. Other people I photograph on the walls in my house. Yeah. And even guests of ours will come around and go, God, you know, you've got children. <laughs> Are they going to be okay seeing this, growing yeah. up with this? Yeah. And I'm like. It's the human body. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah. It's nothing weird. It's weird to think it's weird. However, there are issues and there are things with my daughter that I have to contr- like teach her about. And, you know, as far as what's okay and how she should be approached by people and how she should talk to people. How did you manage that with, with your children? How do you, do you still manage it? Is it something they just take care of? What, what, tell me about that a little bit. Well, we also, I mean, when my kids were you know, at a certain age, I mean, we sit, I sat down and talked to them about like my professional life and my personal life. And I have been incredibly proactive about separating my professional and personal life. I mean, not many people know my personal life, um, especially like the fan base. Really, they have no idea like what I do or how, you know, how I raise my kids because I've, I've kept all of that. That's why I'm asking. Really secret, not secret. Just, just, I just felt like, you know, the um, t- times when I was on television were just not the appropriate 
times to talk about, you know, raising children or just Ignore like my value cameras. system. Ignore the cameras. They're not here. No, no, I'm just, just saying like my me. value system and like how I raised my kids was just not like that's just, you know, housewife didn't really care like yeah, how I raised kids. They wanted to see how I interacted with women um, who hated me. But um but how do for you, my so, kids, so, so it's how really do important. you raise those kids? Because I think it is very inspiring for people who who see someone like yourself, so busy doing so many millions of things, single mum, raising two daughters who are at college, who who don't you know despise you. On the contrary, they adore you, they love you, they're calling you, asking you to come to college for them. You're dropping everything, you're changing your schedule, you're calling me up and saying, "Can I move my my plan?" That is someone who I see that kind of dedication. I'm like. That's the real you. Yeah. People don't necessarily know the real you. Yeah. They think they do. And I think yeah. that's why I want to ask that. I'm like, you know, what makes you tick? What is that moment that is like, you know, and what do you do with these these children of yours? How have you managed to bring them up in a way that that, that you feel that they are solid? I mean, I've spent, I spend a lot of time with like real time with them. And again, like, you know, I think a lot of people are like, I spend so much time with my kids. Well, you know, shopping is not spending time with your kids. Um, so I do spend a tremendous amount of time with them doing the things that they enjoy or just honestly just being on the periphery of the things that they're doing, like whether, you know, all like literally all the parties that happen happen in my apartment. Like all the kids want to come to my apartment. I think they feel safe. My kids feel safe. The, you know, the kids know that like 11 o'clock when I've had enough and like it's like night night time and they have to go home. Um, you know, I'm just very open with them. And literally, I mean, I guess I mean. The real answer is I spend real time with my kids doing real things. And how does one nurture them? Though? And what kind of what is what is a real thing? Is it and horse like riding, not, or is it what is it? Genuine, we do ride. Just being, being, we do ride together. We do every. I mean, we do everything together. I mean, I drove them to school in the morning. I mean, I even when they're in a bad mood, I'm still right there. I'm I've been available to them all the time. Whenever they need me, they FaceTime me, wherever it is, I will drop anything for my kids. And, it's, and if you're not, it sounds to me like, you know, if there's a total lack of superficiality. If you're not superficial with it and you're genuine and you're the real, you know, right. you are the mother, then they will end up, you know, being proud of you for your the, the magazine things, being proud proud enough, I suppose, to bring your friends around to your, you know, your mum's apartment party, you know. It's got to be incredibly comfortable and kind of... and. and solid relationship that sounds like all the me. kids always come over to my apartment and i think one of the reasons i, I want to come over to your apartment <laughs> i think one of the things is too is that i create as like a safe environment for them they know that they they know that they have boundaries there they know that i'm there and you know i have a lot of respect for i think you know people say like i have respect for my kids no no i have serious respect for my kids my oldest daughter said she wanted to you know get out of new york and you know see a different world and go to school in the south which was you know i really wanted her to go to school you know in the east coast and i wanted her to be you know close to home and she wanted to do that and you know last year she invited me four times to come to her college my friends are like why are you going to her school so much i'm like she invited me to come mm. and they were like she did and i was like yeah so I just went down and when I would go down, I would, you know, hang out with her for a little bit, take her to lunch, say hi to her friends, you know, hang out with her friends a little bit. And then I would go back to the hotel and then see her for a little bit in the morning. It wasn't like I was like always around her. There's, so the respect, the respect is mutual. And, and yeah, and it's nice. nice. Like we have a really, yeah. really a solid relationship. But then to your point, I mean, I'm the mother and the father. So I'm the financial provider and I'm also the nurturer. So they know that. I'm the, you know, I'm everything for them. And which is not an easy position to be in. I mean, Tom has three children. He's 
you know, a single father to many in many ways. I mean, you share you're custody. You're a father there. <laughs> but I see how hard. You know, you're someone who also makes it very. It sounds very easy when you look at him because he he, he carries it well. Yeah. You know, he you know he absolutely talks about his children all the time. He's on the phone with them. He's you know texting while he's here in the states. Obviously, his kids are in England. And I'm talking about you like this way just because you're, I'm a good friend of yours, Tom. And I've, I'm godfather to your daughter, Ava, who I adore. And we just did a FaceTime with her the other day. And you can see the affection in the child's face when he looks at the father. And there's a certain respect that one carries. And it's, it's what every father wants. Yeah, well, that's why I can recognize it. With, with, with Kelly, I can recognize that, you know, that mutual. I appreciate you know, that. Thank you. It's a great thing to have. You guys are great. like making me all like teary. Well, oh. you know, we like to make you laugh. We like to make, make you, you cry. cry. <laughs> we like, you know, I we build pissed. you up. I'm, I'm we get, break I'm, you down. <laughs> then we have you in the palm of our hands. We break you down and build you up. You arrive yeah, laughing. Yeah. We get you drunk. You leave crying. <laughs> it's not called shaken and stirred for nothing. People. <laughs> we're going to shake you up. We're going to stir you up. And then we're going to cheer you up. And then we're going to spit you out. That's what we do here. Kelly, it's been a huge pleasure having you on Shaken and Stirred. Thank you so mm. much for having me, Nigel. We you guys, you I mean, so I want like. the audience to know too that Nigel is just such an unusual, incredible man. And you know, you are really good looking, and you have had an incredible career. And but you and you are an amazing dad. And you know, the industry really looks up to you. And you know, I'm proud to sit next to you. Can you write the bio for my next one? <laughs> Do you know what? I was really hoping you were about to go, Nigel really is such a very strange name. Yeah, <laughs> it is a really strange name. What is that? Odd looking what is fellow. That? What it's is, it's a really, the genesis of that name? I'll tell you about this name. My name is so odd that it, it's last year I got a call from the London Times magazine saying that the name Nigel for the very first time in history, has not been given to a single <laughs> child that was born this year. Not one child in England is being called Nigel. So they call me to say that it's the death of the name Nigel. What do I have to say about it? Wait, before we leave, though, I have to I ask... I told them to piss off. Okay. I, shut, I, did Wait, not I need to ask a qu one question. I said, so what do you guys think of Meghan Markle being pregnant? How do you guys feel about that? Thoughts? So look at this. Questions, See, concerns. I, I was trying to wrap this up, and all of a sudden, Kelly's turning this whole thing around and going, no, it's the Kelly... I need to know. Kelly Benson show, people. I need to know. I think good luck to her. Congratulations. Um, yeah. It's rather quick, if you ask me, but hey. <laughs> what do I know? Oh, what do I know? I thought it was quick, too. Because, you know, she's probably, she has to be four months in order for them to say that she's pregnant. So let's let's do the math. Yeah. yeah. Love That's it. Good. I'm happy for them. They're, they're, it's, it's exciting. As, it's long exciting as, the, as long as the child is ginger. Ginger. I'll be happy for them. I too. love. I just love it. We're a recessive gene. We're dying out. I'd rather like the name Nigel. Oh, Tom. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like Tom because my twin brother's name is Tom. But he's not a real ginger. <laughs> he's a spice. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is being shaken and stirred, Thanks, and I guys. believe we are definitely both shaken <laughs> and stirred. Thanks. <laughs>